Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. This morning I'm excited to have our guest on from Wyoming Wild Rags. I'm going to give a shout out here before we get into our interview to the Bar T Cattle Company Calf Roping and Team Roping. It's the sixth annual event. It's November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th in Decatur, Texas. You can check them out on Instagram. Also, you can check out uh, Leah Marie at Leah23Marie on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, this is a, a great benefit roping. They're going to be donating money to families in need over the holidays. So give them, uh, check them out and give them your support. So, hey, today I have uh, on the podcast Isis Meyer from Wyoming Wild Rags. Isis, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Thank you. Now, you're, are you in Wyoming, correct? I am. I am just north of Cody. Um, my house is literally right on the Wyoming-Montana border. So, very nice. far north, yeah. and it's just gorgeous. Very nice. So, are you on <laughs> social media, and you, you have these amazing, amazing uh, wild rags and just great photos uh, give us some history on you, uh, how you got started in it, and, um, you know, just kind of go from there. Well, I've been in the, like, Western kind of culture my whole life. Um, I was born in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and lived on a ranch there. We had horses, and so I've I've had the exposure to the Western community, you know, the dress and everything else that goes with it and moved up to Wyoming and um, our neighbors, they used to do stock shows and that kind of stuff. And um, she actually started me on sewing the wild rags because that's what she did. And so that was about a year and a half ago. And since then I redid the webpage, you know, I made it my own, um, my mother actually does all my photography, and so um, that was easy. We live together. I have a three-year-old son, and so it's just the perfect job that I could ever imagine. I get to be a mom during the day, and at night I do my sewing and do all my orders and everything, and it's just really been a blessing. Yeah, that's great. So now, be honest. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're – your neighbor was she the one that originally started uh, the company, or? Well, Wyoming Wild Rags is me. That's okay. what I started. Um, they they went by Covey of Quail um, for thirty two years, I believe it was. Okay. And so they would go to the NFR. They sold a lot of Schaefer and um, Coronado leather, and and then she sewed the Wild Rags. That's kind of like a side project. To like gotcha. fill their booth. Gotcha. And then your mom. Yeah. Now your photographs are. I mean, they're 
they're just amazing. And the, the, is your mom a professional photographer or is this something that she does as a hobby? She does, she does it as a hobby. Um, she just has a really good eye for it, to be honest. Um, she can just see something and she just has the most amazing pictures. Yeah, they are. They're very cool. I'm, I'm actually uh, scanning through your Instagram right now. Is, is this your little guy in the one picture with the, with the dog? Uh, no, that isn't. Um, I don't have any pictures of it. I have the one with the little boy in the cornfield, like on the road. That's the only picture I have of him up there. Okay. So this the, is just, yeah, the other little boy. That's that's my friend's son. Oh yeah, cute picture. Yeah, cute. Yes. Picture. So now, do you do you set certain days to do your photography, or or, or do you? Um, you know, how does, how does that work? How do you, how do you prepare, you know, for like your next upcoming posts and stuff? Well, for posts, you know, um, I, I try, I mean, I wish I could organize as doing more pictures, but it's just, you know, life happens. Things don't go exactly how you want all the time. So we try and do some kind of like photo, photo, like, I don't know any like once a month. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. And so we just do it around here. Um, we rent the place that we live right now is actually um, part of a, a dairy farm. Okay. And so we've got a really, we've got access to a really cool old barn that's here. Um, we have our horses of course, and then just the, the landscape around. And so there's, it's a very minimal population out here. I think, our population of Clark is maybe 300. Yeah. And so you can go anywhere. We've got access to a wonderful canyon, natural forest. So it's pretty easy to be able to find a place to do the photographs. And then with the wild rags, I mean, I sometimes wear ones that maybe I would wear all the time, but I try and just make it just go with what I'm wearing and that's about it. Yeah. Now, did your mom use a, uh, an SLR camera or did, what, what kind of camera does she use or, or do you know? Um, you know, I would have to go and look, okay. which I could do, but let me see. I'm not sure. It's, it, did she, but did she use like a, you know, a big camera with a lens and everything or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we do. Okay. It is. A, I think it's it's a Nikon. Nice. Um. Yeah. And I so don't know too much about cameras. <laughs> you're you're just the one that's that's very photogenic, and 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 does. Uh, well, I try. <laughs> I pick I pick the best pictures. There's lots of pictures that that aren't very great. <laughs> yeah. So, so how many how many pictures do you have to go through to get to get the good one? Because they they say that a lot in you know modeling and stuff that they got to shoot a whole lot of pictures to find the one they want. I think we do maybe about we go through about maybe eighty pictures, and I mean there could be days that we get ten really good ones, but then when it comes to posting on Instagram, I don't want to post the same picture ten times in a row. And so I kind of have to like cipher, okay, well, which one am I going to post and then save the other ones for a different time just to give it variety. Yeah. 
And then, and then your hats too. I think, I think I'd actually uh, message you before about your, about your hats. Uh, the Great Basin Hat Company is the one that makes your hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have two of them from him. And then I just have the um, palm leaf hat, the sun body hat. Yeah. But the felt ones from Mike, um, I, the Great Basin Hat Company, they are just amazing. He puts a lot of time and effort into it and making sure that it's exactly what you want. And it's been yeah. really fun working with him. Yeah, I, I love that, uh, the black one with the uh, bound edge and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Very cool looking hat. So yeah. now with, with, your, with your wild rags, um, you sew these all yourself? I do, yeah. Um, I just upgraded in the beginning of the summer to a, a new industrial sewing machine, trying to make my life a little bit easier. And it has made a world of a difference. And then your, so, your, um, your material, no, your materials and stuff, uh, wh- where do you get most of your materials from? And, and would you have to buy a whole bunch of, you know, one, uh, print? I mean, how does that work? It seems like, yeah. So when you're buying fabric, unless you're going to a fabric store and especially if you're wanting to buy it wholesale, there's like a minimum amount of yardage that you can buy at one time. And so, through the company that we get it through, it's um, 15 yards for um, minimum. And so those come on both. And so it's just a huge amount of silk. And then um, actually with silk, you don't cut it, you rip it. And so you make a little cut mark to whatever length I do, the 36 inch, the 43 inch, and then the 21 inch. So you make a little mix and then you just rip the fabric to however big you want it really so you don't you don't cut it huh no it's it in it yeah it rips straight it's awesome it makes life so much easier <laughs> really so does it yeah does, yeah does it get like in a seam when you when you rip it does it rip straight or yeah it rips straight it, it's just unbelievable <laughs> i don't know how it does it but it does <laughs> and so then you have to you have to sew all four edges of it then correct yeah mm-hmm and um we we do a uh, rolled edge and so oh. it's not surged it's, it doesn't have the surging on it gotcha so it's a it's got a little bit of a, a softer feeling and a cleaner edge gotcha now yeah. um what what's the most popular size you know people ask me this all the time and i just i can't say one or the other because it's definitely between the 36 inch and the 43 inch, but I mean, some days I'll get five orders for a 36 inch and then the next day I'll get 10 for a 43. Hmm. It's just, it's so back and forth. Like, I guess it just depends what people like preference. I like both of them. The 43 inch. I like a lot in the winter because it's just a lot more silk keeps you warmer. And then in the spring, fall, even in the winter too. So 36 inches fine. Yeah. I guess it's, yeah, <laughs> it's just personal preference, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I love wild rags in Arizona here. Uh, you don't really get the opportunity in where we're at in Arizona to wear one much, but the, oh, yeah, I'm sure. the, the 21 inch um, I've, I've just been, I've seen a few guys wearing, you know, the smaller ones and uh, 
I think they look super cool. And that's what, that's what I need to get myself. I need to get a, a 21 inch. Um, you know, also with the 36 inch, I've just found over the years, for some reason, is there a trick when you, you know, when you put them on to, to kind of keep them in place? Like how you tie the knot or how tight you tie it? Because sometimes mine seem to like work themselves around to the side or, uh, you know, they, I, I, they don't seem like they stay in place. But then I'll, I'll see other people and they look like their stays in place all the time. So am I doing something wrong? Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe it's the kind of knot you're using. Okay, so let's let's talk. Does it does it fall out? No, not the knot doesn't fall. It's just I kind of like twist sideways. The knot twist sideways around my neck. I don't oh. know. Maybe my hmm. maybe my neck's weird. Yeah, you got a weird neck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so the knots now. There's I know there's all different different kinds of knots uh, that uh, you know mm-hmm. you time with, and also oh, like scarf slides. I don't know if you use them yeah. or do you do you mostly just tie yours. I just tie mine. I, I don't even own a scarf slide, to be honest with you. <laughs> I like them. I really do, but I, I feel like I would lose it. Right. Now, so, so then know? what's the most, the most common uh, knot that, uh, that, you, that most people tie in them? I would just say, like, just a regular, like, if you're tying a, I don't even know what the, just a regular knot. Regular knot. I don't even know what, yeah, I don't know what kind of name you would give for it. Right. But then I, you. I think so. Yeah. And then you, you do the, also do the, um, you have a demonstration for like, I think the square knot, which. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which I, I do that quite a bit now. Um, yeah. I have a YouTube uh, video on three different, just like the regular knot. And then there's like. I, I want to say it's called a diamond knot, but okay. I'm not sure. But it's like the regular knot. Besides, the edges don't like slip up, and it kind of stays flatter. Gotcha. And then I've got the square knot, and those are the only ones that I know. I yeah. should go and like try and figure out how to do some more, but <laughs> I just well, haven't had the time. <laughs> For years, FSR Cattle Company has been known for their premium roping cattle, used and endorsed by multiple world champions and NFR qualifiers. But did you know that FSR is also the home of quality rope horses for all levels, from professional team roping to the novice level? A trip to Weatherford, Texas and to the FSR headquarters will give you a variety of horses to choose from. FSR Cattle Company will arrange transport for your new horse back home and a free ride back to the airport for you. For your convenience, we accept credit cards for all horses found at FSR. We strongly believe in matching team ropers with horses they can work and win with. So when you back in the box on a horse you found at FSR Cattle Company, you know you're mounted to win. Visit us online at FSRCattleCompany.com or in the office at 817-598-1222 and let us help find your next winner. Again. That's fsrcattlecompany.com. Yeah. So, and, and so you, are you pretty much sewing all the time? I mean, is it, is this keeping you busy full time? Yeah. I like during the day, I don't usually sew too much unless um, my son is 
sleeping or I just have a lot of stuff going on. And then my mom will watch him for a little while while I sew. And, but most of the time, I sew when he goes to bed. So I'll sew from 8.30 at night till midnight or something. Yeah. and now, Just do, depending on the day. Yeah. Now, do you ship um, outside of the U.S. too? or? Yeah, I do. I have a $15 flat rate um, shipping for anywhere in the world. In, in what? Besides, besides Italy. You know, it's just the strangest thing ever. You can't ship any sort of like napkins, scarves, socks, any kind of thing like that in Italy. Really? Yeah. It's just the strangest thing. <laughs> Maybe, I don't I, get it. I wonder if they don't, they don't, uh, they want everybody to use make their Italian silk or something. Maybe if it's not made out of their. I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. Most likely, but still. That's crazy. Now, what have you found has been the best, the best way to, to ship your stuff? Do you ship, uh, you know, regular postal USPS or, or UPS or FedEx? What? I do USPS. Um, the, I do the like uh, flat rate okay. um, envelope. Um, because I live so far out of town, we don't have a post office out here. And so I have to drive 45 minutes into town to go to the post office. <laughs> and so when I do it like that, I can just um, print off my labels and I have a whole stack of the uh, flat rates and um, I pay for it online and then just stick it in my mailbox and they pick it up and then they bring it to town. So I don't have to spend all my money on fuel. Nice. Yeah. How's how's that's been the best way. Speaking of online, how how is your how's your service out there? Your your Wi-Fi or Oh gosh. Well Wi-Fi, I think we've got about the slowest speed anyone in this country could get. (laughs) (laughs) And our self service is pretty flaky. (laughs) So it it we've at our old house that we lived out here, we had no self service. And we lived there for 12 years. And so when you went home, there's no cell phone. So it's, um, it's a different, it's pretty nice now that we, we live in a different place. We actually have cell phones. And now you guys, you guys have some, uh, you have livestock right now too. You have horses or, or cattle or anything or. We have some horses and then, um, just right next to us is, um, the dairy. Okay. Not ours, of course, but it's basically, <laughs> we live next to it. So it's just home. Yeah. Nice. So now, now growing up, did you, did you rodeo at all or uh, were you involved in 4-H or FFA? Um, I did some 4-H when I was a kid, um, a little bit. I never did the rodeo thing. Um, I actually did endurance racing with my mom. And so we had a bunch of Arabs at that time. And that's what she did as a job. She would um, race these horses and train them and all that kind of stuff. So we would travel all across the country going to these different rides, doing 50 miles in a day. Or um, her and one of my other sisters, they would um, frequently do 100 miles in a day. And yeah. so that's what, that's what we did. Yeah. So, so when, if they're doing 
a hundred mile ride in a day. Are are they using a couple horses, three horses? I mean, nope, no, just one horse. No mm-hmm. kidding. The the biggest one in the country, I would say, is the Tevis, yeah. and it's in California. And so my mom's done that quite a few times. I've never done it. We're trying to plan to maybe do it in the next year, or a couple years, depending on how things work out. Because I'd like to try and do it. I was always there as a kid helping with the vet checks and all that kind of stuff. So I'd like to try and attempt it myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting because that's, I mean, that's something I've heard about. I'm just not familiar mm-hmm. with it. Uh, but when, when you, you know, once you brought that up and you think about it, I mean, 100 miles in, and how many hours is that? Um, you know, I think that they, they start at, four or five o'clock in the morning. And I think you have to make it to the finish by maybe three or four. So I think it's in about 24 hours, but maybe a little bit less. Man, that's, that's crazy. But I mean, the people, the people that come in first, they're doing it and just read I think they do it in like 12 hours or something like that. Don't quote me on it. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent positive. I've had to look, but they're just crazy and the horses are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to Google around on that now and, and find out more about it now that you brought that yeah. back into my consciousness. Cause that, that uh-huh. is, that's, that's a, uh, that's quite a feat. I mean, and that's, it, it, yeah, no, it definitely is. Takes a heck of a horse and a, and a heck of a rider to do that. So definitely more the horse than the rider, but well for the hundred miles, I right. mean, I'm sure. I can't imagine, but 50 miles, 50 miles isn't that bad. Really? Now you've, and you've done 50 now. miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Plenty yeah. of times. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys, you, uh, you guys have uh, Arabs now? Is that what you have? Yep, we do. We have uh, three Arabs. Now, a, a lot of people talk about Arabs saying, you know, like uh, they're kind of squirrely or flighty or something. Give us all the good things about Arabs. All the good things? Yeah. Well, they've got good stamina. That's for sure. They definitely, they can be a little bit squirrely. Um, my horse, she she definitely is, but um, I think any horse can be. Yeah. And any horse can be mellowed out too. It just, just depends how much time you want to put in. And um, I mean, I feel... Like when I think about breeds of horses, like I don't, I don't know. I don't like categorize them like, oh, that horse is not very good because of this or that, you know, like I think they're all very loyal and they can be made into basically anything that you want them to be. You know, if you give them a job, it's the Tevis actually this year, a Mustang won it. Really? So it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it was a Mustang. <laughs> it's like one of the first times ever. And so I think any horse can do anything. It doesn't matter the breed so much. And I think it just depends how much time and effort you want to put into them. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a great philosophy. Yeah. Very cool. So have, have, um, now you said you're, you have a son that's three? Mm-hmm. I do. Have you, has he started uh, riding yet or anything? or? Um, he, he, he goes and 
sits on the horse's back or yeah. stuff like that. He thinks that he wants to go ride buffaloes or bulls or <laughs> sheep or just about anything. <laughs> he watched eight seconds for the first time about a, a month and a half ago, and he's just convinced now he wants to ride a bull. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to wear that seat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That, that's so cool. So, you know, so this is, this is a, what you do uh, full-time for your work is, is the uh, wild rag business, correct? Yes. This is my full livelihood. And now are you, are you looking to expand in anything else or are you just staying niched and focused right in the wild rags for now? Well, I am pretty sure I'm going to just stay in the wild rags. I think I'm going to branch out a little bit. And I'm going to start doing um, a, another website that's kind of connected to mine, but only doing um, fire-resistant wild drags. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I'm in the process of um, getting fabric and stuff like that, but you don't, nobody else has them. And so my boyfriend, he actually, he was the one that told me about it because he he builds fences, but he has to go to different job sites and stuff, um, oil fields. And so they have to wear the fire resistant clothing. And a lot of the guys can't wear the wild rags because they aren't fire resistant. So he was like, why don't you start doing that? That's a great. And so idea. I think it could be a good, another little niche that I, I have a little bit of variety of different colors, but I feel like most guys, they're okay with just, having a variety of maybe six different colors that they could pick from, you know? Right. Um, and just having them good quality and something that they can rely on and that they can wear to their jobs in the winter time, you know? Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's my new venture that I'm going to try and work on. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. What are the, what are, what are the prices of, of your uh, wild rags? Is it, is it differ based on, uh, the material or so the solid color ones that I have their um, tech, technical name are jacquards um, they are a little bit cheaper silk has been a little going up in price in the last year and so that the other the printed ones are charmeuse and so they're pretty close in price now um, or closer but the jacquard itself um, has less silk in it. So silk is measured by a count of mummy. And so that's how you decipher. So the jacquard is a 12 mummy. And then the charmeuse is 16 mummy. And, and you're, you're, so and you're <laughs> saying mummy, right? Like M-U-M-M-Y. Yeah. Like the, okay. Well, I think it's spelled M-U-M-M-E. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> but that's how it, that's how silk is measured. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So and the, so um the the jacquard then it's uh forty forty eight okay. dollars, I'm pretty sure for a thirty six. Yeah. That sounds about right. And then for the thirty six cents of the Charmeuse is fifty nine. Yeah. I've had to think about that for a second. <laughs> And do, and do you sell many of the 21 inch? You know, I, not a whole lot. I, I just started selling a little bit more. 
in the past maybe three months or so, um, I changed the wording. Instead of saying kids 21 inch, I just said small 21 inch. Mm-hmm. And so that seemed to help. Um, but it does work good for kids. And during the summer and if it's hot or, you know. Yeah. So I think a lot of it just has to do with the wording. So. Yeah, and, it, and I think, too, uh, the movie, um, The Rider that came out, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, he he wears a lot of the smaller ones. And I just, I just thought, I thought it looked cool, you know, just to have a, you know, a little bit smaller. Oh, I think it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, definitely. And, and especially when you're in an area where it's, where it's not cold and you don't need a lot of warmth and you can wear it just for fashion or for a little bit of warmth too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think they're great. So I'm, I'm going to definitely have to uh, uh, go on your site and, and check it out and, and pick a couple out and get me some 21 inches. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. And keep your neck um, protected from the sun too. Yeah. My weird shaped neck. Mm-hmm. I can't tie knots on. Your weird shaped neck. <laughs> well, you won't have to wrap it around twice, so yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So now, are you going to, uh, do you go to, you know, events, uh, vendor booths, those kind of things, or do you just, you sell mainly um, online off your website and social media? Yep. Um, last year, I went to the Heber City Cowboy Poetry mm-hmm. um, with the people that, um, helped me get into this. Um, they're actually going this year. It's in, it's in a couple of days. It's actually it starts on Thursday. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was a really fun thing to, uh, it was the first time I've ever been to any sort of cowboy poetry or had a booth or sold anything, you know? Um, so it was a really awesome experience. The people there were very nice and welcoming and, um, I actually met Josh last year at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really funny. We were like standing there and I kind of looked over at him. He looked at me. I'm like, I think I recognize your face from somewhere. <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> That's so Yeah, great. it was quite hysterical actually. So, yeah, no, it's awesome for meeting people, but I just don't, I don't have the time this year. I'm so swamped right now that. I would get so much farther behind if I, if I went, so they're going to go, they're going to have a good time, but that's the only one that I've ever been to. I would like to try and go to the NFR at some point. Um, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, taking care of your business and then you have a three-year-old that's, that's a full-time job right there. So yeah, maybe when he gets a little bit older. Yeah, absolutely. So we know that we know your favorite hat brand is 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 got to be the great great basin hat company, right? Definitely. Yeah. Favorite and, ever. <laughs> and do you have do you have a favorite boot brand? Um favorite boot brand? I don't know. I've been wearing one pair of Justins for the past 3 years and they are finally giving out the bottoms are falling apart. So I got to find another pair of boots. What's your favorite? So then I can look into that. I, I, I actually wear Justin's. I, I, I you wear, wear Justin's too. Yeah, I, I love the Justin bent rail line. So um, mm-hmm. I've got a narrow foot, kind of like my neck weird. So they, they have a lot of boots. <laughs> they have a lot of boots that come and be with. And, uh-huh. you know, and, and they, uh, they, they give money back to the Justin, uh, you know, Cowboy Crisis Fund and, yeah. And and they're they're made in the USA, so I 
I like the Justins. I mean, there's a lot of great boots out there. Don't get me wrong, but that's just kind of what works on, on my feet, you know? Yeah. Well, these have worked great for me. (laughs) (laughs) And and how about, how about a favorite uh, cowboy movie? Cowboy movie? Yeah. Oh, well. Mm. We know your son's. We know your son's is going to be eight seconds. So. Yeah, his is definitely eight seconds. Let's go with uh, Lonesome Dove. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, one of the all-time greatest. So, Mm -hmm. um, do you uh, do you do anything else uh, outside of uh, you know your um, you know your Arab horse riding and things. I mean, do you guys do you hunt up there or fish or? We do a lot of fishing. Um, we've got a really wonderful canyon that is um, close to us. It's the Clark's Fork Canyon, mm-hmm. um, and it is just—it's one of the last canyons in the country without a paved road through it. And really? so you can hike about ten miles back up in there, and it is just the most beautiful place on earth. I'm convinced. <laughs> and so we do fishing there. Um, there's a lot of, I don't personally hunt that much. I mean, I've shot a turkey or two, but that's about it. Um, but I mean, people hunt everywhere around here. There's a lot of deer hunting just around our property. Um, our house is actually in the middle of a cornfield. And so really? there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of goose hunting that really? happens here. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's you're. So, it, it's crazy that that they, um, you know, have corn up there. I don't know. I just I think I, I just think of you know the mountains and the snow and everything. So the growing season's probably you know pretty short, but uh, uh, it is a little bit shorter. Yeah, but we kind of live in like a, I think that they call it a mountain desert. Oh, and really? So our yeah, and so where our house is, um, it's kind of desertishy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so we have a pretty good growing season. Um, we grow our own corn and stuff this year, and we can do tomatoes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but most of the corn around here, it's not like people corn. They they just um, grow it for their cattle for silage. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Well, well, very cool. Well, Isis, I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time and, coming on and talk to us, talking to us and telling us about, uh, you know, your business and, and, uh, I just, you know, love your Instagram and, and love all the photos and I'm going to get, uh, order myself a couple of the 21 inches and I'll get a camera and I'll put a lot of filters on it and post some pictures. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I, I really appreciate you come on, coming on and, uh, I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to getting my, uh, my new wild rags. Well, I'm excited for you too. And thank you for having me. Yeah. You, you're, you're very welcome. And then, uh, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be in touch. Okay. Sounds great. Take care. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Every Friday afternoon, Hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock And ice down a cooler 
I'd drive that old back road until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs, $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick. Although we're all the same, the minute we ride in to the rope and pin. can tell someday I just might be we'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies kick back in the saddle and philosophize most of life's problems yeah we're gonna solve down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money Yeah, we're always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pin And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends no matter who wins, down at the rope and Well, I ain't no play or speed. But I give her hell, hey, you never can tell. Someday I just might be. We'll turn another pin of steers, tell a few more lies. Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen. Down.